Hello once again. Common Sense American is here greeting all you fellow Americans and concerned citizens. And this week, I think I've got a really good show for you because I'm going to pinpoint what I believe to be the single biggest issue facing this country and has been facing this country for several decades now. And there are so many of our problems that can be attributed to this one epidemic. Uh, but before I get into it, first let me weigh in just a little on this whole um, uh, climate change insanity, especially fueled by that little girl Greta. You know, uh, I'm sure you've seen her. I'm sure we've seen all the um, the the posts on online and everything about it. I just want to say one thing. First and foremost, remember that she is a little girl, and while it's very clear that she is being uh, terribly misled in, in a number of ways, and that it looks to me like someone is breeding her to be a nasty, hostile uh, foot soldier of the left, uh, is going to grow up to be, you know, one of those miserable liberals I referenced in my last podcast. I We have to blame the right people. We should never be attacking children for any reason. Uh, yes, she is misled, and yes, she is... Um, it seems like a nasty little girl, but there's a lot behind that. There's always something behind children. There are parents, there are teachers, there are... And in this case, God only knows who else is behind, you know, that that little rant of hers. Um, so I just want to make it clear that we should be going after the right people in this scenario. We should go and be going after the people who have produced this person and who's, you know, how she's growing up and what she's going to do and... She, you know, in your formative years, these, these are critical times, and obviously she's falling prey to liberal insanity, at least to some extent. Uh, I, I think it's always admirable when young people stand up for what they believe in, and especially, you know, when a country is so divided. As much as I don't agree with some of the things that she said, um, it, it is admirable to see. And again, we should be accusing the correct people. Let's not be attacking, especially personally, uh, a, a child. And remember that she is the product of people who should be getting accused of, uh, you know, misleading her, misleading everybody. Those are the people who should be the targets of our uh, vitriol, not the girl. Um, you know, I just want to make that plain. Okay. Now, moving on. Uh, I say that there is one issue uh, that is underlying so many of our problems. Obviously, we have a great many problems. But there is one that I think, if you trace things back far enough, this is at the core of so many of our issues. And I'm going to start with um, this. Over the weekend, I don't know if you saw it, and I try not to read the New York Times for you know, one big reason, which is I, I don't like propaganda rags. However, every once in a while, something catches my eye, and yes, there is still some great writing in there. The article that caught my eye was, uh, it said something along the lines of, you know, uh, millennials are being called entitled and lazy, but uh, do they just really understand how to balance, you know, work and life? You know, the role work is supposed to play in one's life. And of course, the article is just one giant long justification for a crap-ass work ethic. That's really all it is. 
They can hide behind a million different things if they want. That's fine. They can hide behind all this. Oh, well, they're, you know, it's important to do other things, not just work and blah, blah, blah. Yes, we know that. Workaholics are a problem. They, they have proven to be a problem for families and for themselves. We get it. That's what the aholic part is. We don't have a whole lot of workaholics anymore. Those people helped build this country as difficult as their lives were. And yes, there is a balance to be struck between work and other parts of life, of course. But do we really think millennials have any clue? My parents have been in business for a very long time. They have reached the point where they can no longer hire anybody under the age of 30. The reason being is they are train wrecks. They're dysfunctional. They're, they're belligerent. They're nasty. They're hostile. They're un unbelievably entitled. Yes, they are all those things. No, they're not about balancing work and life. They can barely lead their own lives. These people can barely tie their own shoes, feed themselves. They, 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 they can't. They can barely function. So we're going to give them credit for understanding something that their elders don't understand? That we are a country that is dying in so many ways. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we are dying in a way that is so obvious to me because one thing that's dying is the work ethic, is the attitude, is the get up and go every day. And what is this stemming from? Justification for one word, laziness. It's justification for laziness. It's, the, it's okay to be lazier than the people who came before you. Oh, no, I'm not taking a personal day because I'm lazy. I'm taking a personal day because I'm anxious or some such crap. I'm not, you know, I demand this much money for this much work because that's how I want to live. It has nothing to do with how well you do your job now. No. See, we're supposed to provide for you and your way of life regardless of how well you do your job and regardless of how much you work at it. It's justification for laziness. Remember that word, laziness. Okay, let's shift a little. Let's go to the abortion argument. I did an entire podcast about it as to why I think liberals love abortion. And you can certainly listen to it if you want. It's one of my more popular ones. Certainly not among Democrats, but whatever. Um, what does that really stem from? Is it really about women's health care? Is it really about women's rights? No, never has been. It's about... I want the right to be as disgusting as I can be, and to hell with all of you. That's really what it boils down to. I don't want the, the responsibility that comes from having sex with 700 people. Chances are you're going to get pregnant. I don't want the responsibility of having to, you know, control my own life. What happened to self-discipline? What happened to vigilance over one's own body? What happened to a little bit of abstinence, especially at the start of one's life in their teen years when things are just starting to kick in and you, you know, life hasn't even really begun yet. And it's not a good idea, almost never, regardless of the situation, to bring a child into that situation. And you should know this. What lies at the core of this? Laziness. An inability, well, not an inability, an unwillingness to buckle down and have some discipline and say no to certain things and say, no, I'm not going to put myself in this situation. No, I'm not going to have, you know, sex with 10 different partners before I'm 14. And, oh, it's okay if I get pregnant, I can just abort the baby. The it's okay thing, it doesn't matter thing, 
stems from more laziness in this way from a lack of self-discipline. That's really what is coming from this. Let's, let's address just for a second how people look, how they present themselves. Okay, we're, we're shifting from something a little, from something really serious and deadly, which is abortion, to something that I don't think people think enough about. Look around. I see people in their pajamas. I see people in sweatpants. It seems that the new uniform for this country is jeans and t-shirts, because that's what everybody wears. And there was a time in this country where men wore suits, women wore dresses, people got dressed up just to go out in public. They took some pride in their appearance. They took some pride in themselves, in their presentation and what they present to the world. Okay? They wanted to look good, but they also wanted to feel good. And the psychology of wearing nice things and, and presenting a, an appealing uh, visage to the world, that is a very proven psychology. Uh, that television show, uh, What Not to Wear, for example, they put people who really don't know how to dress into, you know, they make them over. Now, I'm not saying any of those people are going to keep doing what, you know, you know, keep making themselves up and doing it, but they're, they're shown what they can look like if they try, if they put a little effort into it. And you know what? Yeah, that includes not being lazy. I understand that, you know, maybe civilization went a little too far where, you know, people were condemning you in high society for not having your handkerchief folded correctly in your lapel pocket. Okay, fine. This, that's a far cry from people standing in the middle of Walmart looking like they're bagmen, that they had, they're homeless. Everyone's starting to look like they're homeless. And by the way, I hate to add this, but it always seems to me that the people who are the worst dressed, the, that has the worst appearance in general, to other people, they're all liberals. And why? Because they're promoting laziness. This slide from people wearing suits and women wearing dresses and people getting dressed up and just generally having some pride in their appearance, that, that this is not about equality or saying, oh, well, everybody has to look like a model or anything like that. That's not what this is about. This is about laziness. That's all it is. I don't want to expend the effort to look halfway decent. I don't want to expend the effort to go out in the world and show that, yeah, I'm a, I'm a vibrant, healthy individual. Speaking of healthy, what else requires some effort? Physical health. Yes, yes, of course it does. That's part of the reason why many people don't wear decent clothes today. Because you know what? In many ways, decent clothes are only emphasized by the body it's on. And the better the body, the better the look in general. And we are a critically unhealthy society, as you can tell, everywhere you go. And yeah, they'll look better when they're dressed up, but if you weigh 450 pounds, it might not matter as much. And of course, you probably can't fit into much of anything that's decent, so you bum around in sweatpants and sweatshirts. And that's what we look like. We look like homeless people. We look like, you know, our bodies are failing too, given the our, our extreme uh, obesity problem. Uh, but that, that requires effort. It requires something beyond just, I'm going to get up today and do whatever I want. Laziness at the core of why we look this way, why we feel this way, how we interact with people. Laziness. There used to be courtesy. There used to be propriety. 
how you address somebody, how you deal with them in public settings. There's a difference between public and private, by the way. There always used to be. But, you know, manners, civility, propriety. We're saying, oh, that's just uppity crap, pompous stuff. We shouldn't even be thinking about it. That's not really the real people, quote unquote. That's not society. This isn't Downton Abbey. It doesn't, it's not supposed to be. We're just supposed to be civilized individuals. This is what makes civilization. And again, it's a far cry from Downton Abbey with the pigs we got out there right now. They look like animals at troughs when they're in restaurants. They act like animals when they're in public. And it's frankly because of this laziness epidemic. You're too lazy to look good. You're too lazy to try. You're too lazy to pick up yourself in the morning and go do something. Laziness is at the core of all of this. It's starting to get really, really worrisome. Look at the medication and drug epidemic. Now, that we can trace that, obviously, to our extreme uh, obesity and our many, many health problems, both mental and physical, which, again, just like I said, can be traced all the way back to being just generally lazy. But let's see about this medication drug epidemic. What's the issue? We have people saying, I want a pill to fix what I've got. Happens all the time. I want a pill to fix what I have. That's what the entire drug industry is based on. There are some people who do need certain medications for certain crippling things. The, the majority, the overwhelming majority of people who are taking medication right now are taking it because they simply don't want to change something about their life and they'd rather take the pill, regardless of the side effects. They don't want to change their lifestyle. No, I'm not going to stop doing this. No, I'm not going to do this, you know, whole new regime of, uh, of healthy and fitness. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to take the pill instead. I don't care how many pills I have to take. and I don't care how bad they, you know, the side effects are. I don't care about the fact that that just causes me to take more medications. And it's an endless vicious cycle that many people can't get themselves out of. That's just saying, A, I don't wish to have any interest in learning about what's wrong with me. You should be self-diagnosing in a lot of ways. Just try and figure out what's wrong at first. You know, figure out. The, the internet's here. The internet has everything. It has information everywhere. Doctors read books. So can you. I'm not saying don't go to doctors if you think something's wrong. I'm not saying avoid them entirely if you, if you think you're going to die. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is if little things crop up, you know, you got a sore or an ache or a pain or something, why don't you try and figure it out yourself and see what's causing it? Chances are it's due to a lifestyle issue, and that can be addressed if you're just so willing to try and put the effort in. When you tell people, here's the pill, take it, it stems from laziness. It all does. What about, and what about socialism, the driving force of socialism? I have said this many times, that a country will turn towards socialism when it starts to fail. That is when People who are, who used to be, the people of that country used to be the doers and the go-getters and the ambitious drivers forward of the entire country. They're starting to not do anything. They're starting to do less and less and less and less. They're starting to want the government to take care of them, to provide for them. The more, the better. That's really what they want. They want things to be structured in a way that actually gives the doers. That actually hinders the high achievers. It basically turns them into slaves. It says, you work for us. 
you are going to make all this money, you are going to do these, and then you're going to give it to us because, well, we don't want to. Laziness is at the core of socialism. Laziness is at the core of any system where the individual dies and the state has control. Because if they're voting for it, if you vote that in, that means that country is essentially given up. They can hide behind, oh, it's equality for everyone. That's bullcrap. It's just that everyone's going to end up around the poverty line. You're going to have four people, all of which politicians, and in control of every part of your life, you know, with all the money and all the power and all the influence. And people want that. They want the people who do want that. Yeah, they're exactly the people who do not excel and do not try and do not push. That's laziness. The, the push to you know, replace grades in school or to drop the bar lower and lower and lower. When I was in school, I think they were giving you 200 points just to put your name on the SATs. The lowering of that bar is laziness. We're not going to hold the teachers accountable. We're not going to force the, the students to actually have to learn something and produce at a certain level. Laziness on all sides. Laziness on the administration side. Laziness on the, on the student side. And laziness on the parent side. Look how much can be traced back to a, just an unwillingness to step up to the plate and freaking do something. Look how much can be traced to laziness. The lack of discipline and, and self-discipline and self-vigilance and pride in oneself, pride in everything that they do, pride in how they look, pride in how they speak and how they deal with others, pride in their job no matter what it is. Pride in putting out something that you know is contributing to society and doing the absolute best you can, regardless of what it is. You are not asking for handouts. Okay, That's not what we're doing because that is not conducive to someone who is a contributor. You know, in, um, I just thought of this. In the movie uh, Cinderella Man, um, Russell Crowe, at one point in that movie, he is, he's out just begging. He, you know, he's, he's out of money. He's broke. And he, you know... He just wants to provide for his family, and he's begging a room full of people for just a little bit of coin, you know? And the look on his face is perfect. That is the look of a man who is humiliated and embarrassed and, and, and just crushed that he has to do this, that he has to, you know, walk around and accept charity. He, because that is not what humankind is. That is. And it's not just because he's a man and he's supposed to provide. It's because that is not the way humans are meant to live, and you feel it. We used to feel it. Now it seems like people are perfectly happy to take the handouts and actually brag about it. They have not only don't have any shame, they don't care. Yeah, give it to me. I need that. So give it to me. Why? Oh, well, you didn't earn it, but here it is anyway. None of this is working. And it stems from laziness. And that laziness leads to all kinds of problems, including psychological problems and how we view ourselves, how we view society. All of it. Think about it. When something bad happens to you, how often can you trace it to something that you just didn't do or didn't want to do? Really, if you're really being hard about it on yourself and say these things every once in a while, why, you know, chances are it's coming to back to that. And we're sort of it's ingrained in us now. I have to bring myself many times to get over this and say, no, you need to do better than this. We all need to do better than this. We need to do better. Eliminate the laziness. Okay? Start there. Everything will fall into place once we get the correct attitude back, the correct ambition, the correct drive, everything that built this country. That will come back. 
if we just weed out this laziness which is crippling us from the inside out. I imagine many of you agree. Um, I just don't know if anybody's really put it into words. You know, I don't know if anybody's really thought about it enough, but they probably have. It just, I, I decided that this needed to be said, and um, that's it for this week. I hope everybody has a, a good rest of the week and think about a little bit about what I said and feel free to share this with anybody you think needs to hear it. And um, I will see you again next week. Thanks.